Coming to you from deep inside the bowels of a great big empty. Get ready for another episode of The Home Defense Show with Skip Cornell. Hey, fellow Americans, welcome to The Home Defense Show, uh, episode like 146 or something. Who cares, right? Um, boy, busy, busy, busy. I, I can't believe how busy I am. I can't believe how many people all of a sudden want to buy guns and get trained and get armed. It's, it's a wonderful thing, um, but boy, it's just got me, I'm busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. I tell you, I'm just hopping all over the place, but I'm loving it, having fun, tired, but it's a good kind of tired, so that's really, really good stuff. What have I been doing? Man, I've been uh, just training a lot. Uh, I mean, almost every single day I'm out there on the range with advanced classes or basic CPL classes or whatever. This past weekend, uh, boy, we had the the Liberty Youth Hunt here in uh, Michigan, and I took out uh, Amethyst, my nine-year-old. It was the funniest thing, uh, and, and it was so happy to be out there with her. We were f- 15 feet off the ground in, you know, one of those two-man ladder stands, and I took her out at two o'clock in the afternoon and uh, she was there and she was dancing in the stand. I had her strapped in and everything, wearing hunter orange, being safe, doing all that stuff. But she she, she started pretending that she was a, a queen of a brand new land and uh, this was her, her empire. And <laughs> we didn't see any deer. Uh, because she was dancing around in the tree stand and having fun and taking pictures of flowers and all of that. But we had a great time. And then uh, at 4.30, I took her in, and then I brought out Phoenix. And, uh, you know, he was much, much uh, quieter because uh, he really wanted, he's 10 years old. He, Phoenix, he wants to shoot a deer. So we were out there, and I was really hoping he would see one. But, you know, we didn't see one. But we had a great time, good bonding, all of that good stuff. But we were out there, and boy, about a half hour before dark, we had we heard a gunshot, and it was uh, you know right next to where my my 14 year old son was uh, was hunting, and I called him up on the walkie talkie and said, "Hey, well, did you get a deer?" And he says, "Yeah." Oh, he said he said affirmative, Dad. Roger that. <laughs> I thought, Who, whose kid is this, right? <laughs> And so, uh, you know, Phoenix and I, we got down out of stand. We go over there, and uh, sure enough, he'd he'd shot a deer. It was a, you know, a, a big doe came in, uh, 36 yards according to the laser finder, and uh, he he spine shot this deer, and uh, you know she obviously didn't go very far at all, but you know, we had a we had a great time. He was very proud of himself and. Uh, you know, we, we gutted that thing out, dragged it out of the woods and processed it. Uh, I showed him how to do that because my, my secret plan, don't tell anyone, you know, I'm teaching my kids how to do all this stuff because I'm like in my old age now, right? So they should be shooting the deer, gutting it out, dragging it out, processing all the meat, and then I will just, you know, glean the benefits in my old age. So... I'm just passing it on, having a great time. So it's it's really, really awesome. Oh, what else? Man, I've been stocking up on firearms uh, over the past three, four months. I got a uh, Ruger PC-9. Oh, it's awesome, awesome gun. It's a, it's a, little, uh, it's a little heavy, heavier than I wanted. Uh, it's heavier than my Kel-Tec Sub-2000, uh, but it shoots really, really well. Uh, it's compatible with my Glock mags and what else? I got like four 33-round magazines to go with that. Uh, so I'm feeling... Now, if I, if I could only get 9-millimeter ammo, then I'd feel a lot better. My my ammo supply is depleted. You know, I only have several thousand rounds left. And so uh, I'm going to have to make some changes in the way I do my concealed carry classes because, you know, I have gun rental and I supply the ammo... I think from now on, uh, they're shooting 22s, the students are. So, because uh, I need to hold on to what I have and protect my own family. So, uh, that's what we'll be doing there. 
my my Glock uh, 17, the Gutter Snipe 17, is in action. Uh, you know, preparing for whatever battles that lie ahead. Uh, so I I love my Gutter Snipe. Man, if you guys go on go to SuarezInternational.com, check out the Gutter Snipe 17. If you buy that gun, you will not regret it. I love the compensator uh, on that on that gun. It's just awesome, awesome. Very low recoil, a long match grade barrel, match grade slide. Uh, the, the the stippled custom uh, grip is just incredible. The face shooter trigger, very nice. It, it's it's a clean uh, break, uh, a crisp reset. It's just everything that you want in a combat pistol. So the Gutter Snipe 17, you got to check that out. Speaking of Suarez International and the Gutter Snipe 17, uh, we're going to be interviewing Gabe Suarez today, uh, you know, the, the original, you know, American warrior. He, he's going to be uh, with us in segments two and three. We're talking about rioting, anarchy, Antifa, chaos, mayhem, uh, violence against police officers all over the country. You know, uh, we're going to be talking about all of that stuff. What can you do about it? What should you do about it? Uh, the upcoming election. This is just some unvarnished, uh, just but ugly truth here uh, with Gabe Suarez coming up in segments two and three. Uh, we went long because we had a lot to talk about, so I'm going to cut this segment short. And when we come back, uh, we're going to be speaking with Gabe Suarez. In the meantime, check out our sponsors, firearmslegal.com slash tactical, And then also, uh, Center Shot Indoor Gun Range. Go to centershotgunrange.com where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. This is Skip Coriel on Home Defense Show. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome to the Home Defense Show with my dad, Skip Coriel. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, I want to tell you about my new book, Concealed Carry for Christians. More and more people across the country are seeing the dangers in society and are deciding to carry concealed to protect themselves and your family, and that includes people of faith. Our churches are not as safe as they used to be, and that's why I included chapters on forming church safety teams and stopping mass shooters. You can get Concealed Carry for Christians real easy. Just go to Amazon.com, search on Skip Coriel, Concealed Carry for Christians, and it'll pop right up there. Don't put it off any longer. Get Concealed Carry for Christians by yours truly, Skip Coriel. Hey folks, I want to tell you about my book, Civilian Combat, the Concealed Carry Book. More and more people across the country are seeing the dangers in society and are deciding to carry concealed to protect themselves and their families. My new book lays it out step by step. It'll teach you how to protect and defend the ones you love. Get the benefit of 19 years of teaching experience and a lifetime of training for this important role in society and in your family. You can get Civilian Combat real easy. Just go to Amazon.com, search on Skip Coriel Civilian Combat, and it'll pop right up there. Don't put it off any longer. Get Civilian Combat, the concealed carry book, by yours truly, Skip Coriel. Would you like to take your tactical and marksmanship training to the next level? If the answer is yes, you need to check out Center Shot Indoor Gun Range just south of Grand Rapids, conveniently located off US-131. Center Shot is one of the most advanced firing ranges in Michigan. Center Shot firing lanes have nearly 100 customizable shooting programs to make you better no matter what your skill level. Our advanced lanes allow a more immersive training experience to enhance your senses. Controlled lighting and target movement mean that you get the best practice and most fun out of Center Shot Indoor Gun Range. Memberships are available for as low as $150. Center Shot also offers a 10% discount to U.S. military veterans. So, no matter what the weather, hot, cold, or in between, Center Shot Indoor Gun Range is always a perfect 70 degrees. This is where I train every week, and so should you. Find out more by going to centershotgunrange.com or call them at 616-371-7468. Stay safe, and I'll see you at Center Shot Indoor Gun Range. This is Colonel Danny Gillum. I host Front Lines of Freedom, a weekly syndicated military talk radio show. One of my co-hosts is Skip Coriel, the host of this show. We cover things that impact military and veteran communities, and we do it from the veteran's perspective. The show is broadcast across the nation and is also available as a podcast on our website, frontlinesoffreedom.com. Please join Skip and me weekly on Frontlines of Freedom.
Okay, folks, welcome back to the Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. Today, I am speaking with one of my favorite instructors in the entire world. You know, one of my favorite Americans, uh, Gabe Suarez from Suarez International. Gabe, welcome to the Home Defense Show. Thanks, Skip. Thanks for having me. You know, Gabe, you were, we were just talking off air about, you know, I said, oh, this has just been one of those days, and you said, it's just been one of those years, and I think you're more accurate than I am, because 2020 is like, what... What universe are we even in right now? I, I don't understand what's going on in 2020. Do you? Well, you know, I, in, in the beginning, uh, we, we didn't know. Uh, and <laughs> I, think, I think the biggest issue today is that uh, people don't research things for themselves. They don't think for themselves. They don't study for themselves. And so they take whatever they're given by the, the mainstream media as, uh, as truth and fact and so on. Uh, and, uh, you know, the result is that we have years like we are seeing now. Yeah. You know, Gabe, I've, I've always, uh, considered you, you know, as, as kind of like, uh, you know, a Renaissance man of the deadly force world. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I mean by that, but yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're a tough guy, you know, you're a real man, you know, uh, you know, John Wayne would want to be your friend, right? Well, and, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I always liked the Duke. You know, I mean, I don't know what he was like in real life, but I tell you, I, I love his uh, his uh, movie uh, stereotype, his movie personality. But, but, anyways, you know, you think things through, you know, and, and I've heard that special forces guys are like that too. It, it's like, uh, you know, they're they're a hammer. You know, things look like nails to them. But they have a high uh, intelligence quotient, and they think things through, and they got things square in their mind. That's why they're able to go out and do the things that they can do. But, you know, you think things through like that, and you're right. People, people they're just, they're lazy, not just physically, but intellectually. And it's like they don't take the time to research things on their own. So they believe, you know, whatever is on CNN, they're all over it. Sure, yeah. And, and, and the other thing is that they... There, there's a certain personality, I'm sure you've run across them in your life, that unless something is going wrong, they're not happy. Um, they like being afraid. They like having that, that sense of impending doom. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you tell them, well, you know, it's a nice, sunshiny day, they'll say, yeah, but you're going to get skin cancer. If you, go outside. <laughs> you know, people like that. And, yeah. Uh, so, you know, they, they find solace in the fact that we're all screwed yeah you know and so if somebody tells them that oh my god you know we have the the black death is upon us and all this kind of stuff and you know then uh, then they're they like they want to believe it mm -hmm. because it'll make them feel happy uh i i don't understand that mentality but i've seen it yeah you know and, and gabe I, yeah i think i do understand that mentality you know because at one time my life really sucked, okay? I mean, it, it, you know, I had like two divorces, right? Oh, we've all right? been there. We've all been oh, there. Oh, yeah. But, but see, the thing is, you're not supposed to stay there. But right. some people, they never leave that mentality. And it's like, you know, they don't have a life of their own. So they want things to be bad so that they can share in the excitement. It's like, oh, a pandemic, how exciting. You know, yeah. or, you know, riots. Oh, wow, let's, let's watch this on the news. But... Well, then they have a sense of belonging in the fact that everybody's miserable. You know, the yeah. uh, the, the mantras, uh, which I, I personally think they all come right out of the communist playbook. You know, we're all in this together, flatten the curve, you know, and all that sort of thing. Uh, and and they're, they're, they're things that they get the public to repeat and to believe, almost like the, the mindless repetition of some secret prayer or something. You know, and, uh, uh, and we found out uh, since through non-mainstream media channels that, uh, you know, not that many people have actually died from the COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I think I think the, the last numbers were actual where that's what killed them, not the fact that they weighed 300 pounds and snorted <laughs> crack cocaine and all this other kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, that this is what killed them. Like 10,000 people, that's far less than the flu kills people every year. Yeah. Uh, and yet, you know, there's half the country still shut down. Uh, you know, you got the virtue signaling going on with the masks and all this sort of thing. And, uh, 
you know, it, it makes an intelligent man wonder if it was all uh, kind of a contrived thing from the beginning. Yeah. You know, personally, Gabe, I, I really think that it was contrived from the beginning. I, I think that if Donald Trump wasn't the president right now, we wouldn't even know what COVID is. It would I, I just, agree with you. I agree just, with you 100 percent. I mean, it political and it, it's disgusting that they would just totally upend our economy. But that's the thing with far leftist, Antifa, communists, you know, whatever. They are willing, eager maybe to destroy the entire system, to tear everything down and start exactly. over in their own image. And you know communism better, better than I do. Uh, what sure. do you think? Absolutely. No, I think you're right. I think that um, uh, this, has been, this has been festering for decades. Uh, you know, I saw the sentiment back when I was living in California and in law enforcement. Uh, you know, we, we saw it grow. We saw it... Uh, uh, you know, in essence, fostered by the the, the, the people of the left, uh, and and now this is what this is what we have. And you know, I've talked to a, a number of people that I that I know that uh, I think are far smarter than I am and have bet more life experience and everything. And you know, and they say that uh, in their lifetimes, and and some of these guys are considerably. Uh, shall we say, more seasoned than you yeah, or I. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, that they have never seen the country and the state that it's in, and they have never seen a more dangerous time uh, than, than we're in now, you know, where you have one side threatening that they're not going to accept the outcome of an election, uh, and if, they're, if, if they lose, that there's going to be a revolution and all the when, when has anybody... Uh, ever said that before. I mean, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, the, the era of the, the 1850s and the time that led up to uh, uh, mm, yeah. the, 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 the Civil War, you know, and it's, uh, and it's, these are, these are mainstream people that are, that are saying this. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very dangerous time. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, you know, Gabe, I, I think it's different. I mean, people, they'll harken back to, you know, like 1939, 1938, whatever, with Nazi Germany. Uh, but but this is different um, yeah. in, in as far as... Well, they you know, were, I'll, I'll interrupt you for, for a minute because there's a lot of rhetoric on the Nazis. Nazis don't exist anymore as a political <laughs> power. Right, There's yeah. no country on earth that's a Nazi country. There are no political movements. I mean, I mean you know realistic. Yeah, I'm sure there's a Nazi party somewhere, but I mean, good Lord, are, are they ever going to win an election? Of course not. All right. And yet we have uh, the, the extreme members of, of uh, the, the Democratic Party here uh, that they are avowed, you know, uh, very plain out in the open communists. They say they're communists. They're Marxists. Uh, and there are a, a, a realistically high percentage of Americans that think that that's a good idea. That that's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely insane. I mean, you know, the thing is, with World War II, it was an external threat, so everyone banded together. They had they were like-minded to begin with, so they just banded together against the threat. But this threat is is worse because it's an internal threat, and people. They don't even know that it's there. They don't see it. They don't recognize it. Or they, they like you said, they think it's a good thing to, to be a communist. Let's all just join hands, sing kumbaya, you know, yeah. while some guy down the road, uh, you know, rapes your wife. And, and that's just uh, nutty. Well, and, and not only that, crazy. but he's doing it because he feels that he's entitled to do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's just a nutty world out there. I mean, I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and it's like. You know, I'll pick up the iPhone, and it's like, oh, God, I don't want to look on the news. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I do that every morning. It's like, okay, let me have a cup of coffee first. Yeah, you know, yes, yes. One of the, you know, now this morning, I heard, you know, I, I, I saw the, uh, the, the, the footage and the, the, all the, the, the true story about the two deputies yeah. in California that, that were shot. You know, I used to work for that department. Mm. You know, those I still see those guys as my people, even though I've been gone from that profession for a very long time. Yeah. You know, and, and it it angers me to no end that you have these 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 savages outside of the uh, the hospital preventing the ambulance from from, from you know, yeah. from 
taking yeah. them in for, for care. You know, it's like, what is this America or is this like Somalia or some, some other similar place? Planet of the Apes. It's yeah, just exactly. nutty. This is Skip Coriolan, Home Defense Show. We're speaking from with Gabe Suarez from Suarez International. Gabe, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, law enforcement. Uh, that is definitely, it's a brotherhood. You know, I, I did my time in, in the Marine Corps, and, and I think it's very similar. You know, similar, anytime, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're, you're in an organization like that. You're, you're going into harm's way with with an, another brother and you you build that bond there and even though you can you can be out of the marines or out of law enforcement for 20 30 years and that bond is still there sure. and uh you know i guess one of the things i want to talk about gabe is you know the average citizen okay when you talk about antifa you talk about black lives matter you talk about the riots all of that stuff uh what should people be doing uh, to get ready for for whatever's going to happen next. What do you think is going to happen next? I mean, November fourth. What kind of world are we gonna are we going to wake up to? Well, okay. So this is going to be a little bit of a long answer. I'll try. And <laughs> you got all the time in the world. I guess trying not to get too long in the tooth. All right. First of all, um, I because the, the gun industry is very heavily affected by politics. Uh, I, I I keep. Uh, a, a pretty close eye on uh, on this sort of, especially in election years. Um, I believe that Donald Trump is going to win the election. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Um, because uh, although there are members of the Democratic Party that they'll put the hat on and they'll vote for whoever's put in front of them, uh, there are those that consider themselves Democrats and, and independents, whatever that is. Uh, that are looking at the Biden rhetoric, and there is no way that they're going to go along with that. And they may abstain from voting. They may secretly vote for Trump, but I don't think that they're going to vote for Biden because these are people that own businesses, they're wealthy, uh, and they are realizing that a vote for Biden is basically you know, giving other people access to their bank account, mm-hmm. and they don't want that. Uh, and on top of that, they're seeing what's happened in uh, places like Seattle and Portland and Kenosha and several other uh, areas that are heavily liberal, that are run by liberals, that have been run by liberals for years. Uh, and they're looking at what's going on and they're thinking, hell no, I don't want that in my, uh, in my neighborhood, in my hometown and so on. Uh, these are the same people that have basically crashed the supply of the uh, of the gun world. I mean, I you know I could go on. I, I use like five different distributors to get product. I could go on any uh, any of them right now this morning. In fact, one of my guys did uh, and type in nine millimeter, forty, three fifty seven sig, three eighty, whatever the calibers for handguns and type what's in stock, and they're all going to come up with a goose egg. There is absolutely mm. nothing. In fact, the only 9mm pistol right now that's available uh, is that SIG P210, which is sort of a you know, a legacy heirloom-type pistol. I think they're selling for like 1500 bucks, mm. right? You know, and there's like three of them at one of the distributors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Glock, SIGs, XDs, you're not going to find any of those anywhere. Ammunition mm-hmm. is, is almost non-existent. And it's not people like us because we already have anything that we're gonna yeah. we're gonna want for the most part. It's new gun owners, new buyers, uh, and a lot of these people are are Democrats because they think, well, hell, you know, uh, they're they're gonna come and burn my house down because they think I have too much. They're gonna come and take my business just like they did in Cuba and all these other places because they think that uh, I have more than I need. And so when Biden came out this weekend, uh, right after the, the two deputies were injured, uh, which I thought was an extremely poor taste, uh, we're going to ban guns, we're going to take on the NRA, we're going to do this and that and whatever. I think that all of those Democrat new gun owners that are really concerned for their safety and their future, automatically that slammed the door on them. So he, he in essence, reduced his voting uh, uh demographic uh, by a factor of all the guns that were sold between last March and today. Yeah. So, I, you know, and so they, you know, they, they look at that, they look at his, his, uh, his 
very well-concealed health failings and so on, and nobody wants Kamala Harris as a president, for heaven's <laughs> sake. Okay? So I think, I think Trump is going to win, and it's going to be a substantial win. Um, I think that the, the extreme members of the left, of, of which Antifa is, is one of them, Antifa is probably the most dangerous organization uh, that the U.S. has seen since al-Qaeda. That's my opinion, based mm-hmm. on what I've read and what I've studied and the people I've spoken with. Uh, the, the BLM people, they're, they're uh, you know, what in the Communist Manifesto was known as the useful idiots. Yep. <laughs> you know, they're the ones that go out there, march around, make noise, you know, and all that sort of thing. Uh, but the, the real dangerous folks are, are the Antifas, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be obviously upset, and whoever is financing them, and they are being financed and controlled, uh, they are going to now set them loose after the election to uh, create an environment where the election is contested. How they will do that, I don't know. That's above my pay grade. But things are not just going to go back to normal after the election. The, the enemies of America are going to contest it in every way they can, uh, yeah. politically, legally, and violently. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, you know, so. I I agree with you. I I really think we're we're in for some rough times. I mean, they're rough now. Every day I get up thinking, how can it get worse? And it gets worse. I think it's going to keep getting worse. And I want to. I, we're out of time for this segment, but I want to come back and and talk some more about that, uh, Gabe. Sure. So. Uh, All right, folks, uh, we've got a a five-minute break coming up here. While we're away, go ahead and check out our sponsors, firearmslegal.com slash Midwest Tactical, and then also Center Shot Indoor Gun Range, where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. This is Skip Coriel on Home Defense Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Phoenix Coriel on the Home Defense Show. Always use guns safely and wisely. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Would you like to take your tactical and marksmanship training to the next level? If the answer is yes, you need to check out Center Shot Indoor Gun Range just south of Grand Rapids, conveniently located off US-131. Center Shot is one of the most advanced firing ranges in Michigan. Center Shot firing lanes have nearly 100 customizable shooting programs to make you better no matter what your skill level. Our advanced lanes allow a more immersive training experience to enhance your senses. Controlled lighting and target movement mean that you get the best practice and most fun out of CenterShot Indoor Gun Range. Memberships are available for as low as $150. CenterShot also offers a 10% discount to U.S. military veterans. So, no matter what the weather, hot, cold, or in between, CenterShot Indoor Gun Range is always a perfect 70 degrees. This is where I train every week, and so should you. Find out more by going to centershotgunrange.com or call them at 616-371-7468. Stay safe, and I'll see you at Centershot Indoor Gun Range. Hey folks, I want to tell you about my new book, Concealed Carry for Christians. More and more people across the country are seeing the dangers in society and are deciding to carry concealed to protect themselves and your family, and that includes people of faith. Our churches are not as safe as they used to be, and that's why I included chapters on forming church safety teams and stopping mass shooters. You can get Concealed Carry for Christians real easy. Just go to Amazon.com, search on Skip Coriel, Concealed Carry for Christians, and it'll pop right up there. Don't put it off any longer. Get Concealed Carry for Christians by yours truly, Skip Coriel. All right, folks, welcome back to the Home Defense Show. I'm speaking with uh, one of my favorite instructors, Gabe Suarez from Suarez International. Uh, Gabe, you know, in the last segment, you were talking about all these new gun owners. And uh, as someone uh, who teaches these brand new gun owners, you know, I didn't use to wear body armor to my classes, but now I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and if I could wear a Kevlar helmet and get away with it, I'd do that too. Because these people have never touched a gun in their lives. And to, to give you an example, just this morning, a few hours ago, I got an email, uh, you know, from someone who uh, they they want to buy a gun, they want to get trained, get armed, and he uh, sent me an email. He says, "Yes, I'm. Uh, I want some advice on the right concealed carry gun." And what I want is a 40-millimeter subcompact. And, 
<laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, what is that like? Uh, the round is like one and a half inches in diameter. Yeah. You know, it's a good anti-aircraft round, but <laughs> I don't know that you'd want to carry it. But that's the kind of well, person that I'm getting. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that the, the, uh, the, the type of student that we get, they've already been through a number of basic entry-level classes. So by the time they get to us, you know, they kind of, you know, they, they, they know how to, how to do a few things. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I think, uh, I think that uh, once things get back to normal, the training industry uh, is, is going to be a huge, huge industry. It's, it's, it's funny. It's kind of like right at the time when I'm thinking of retiring and leaving the training industry, we have this big <laughs> surge of, of yeah. interest. Yeah. But, um, you know. Uh, so, so what are you going to do, yeah. Gabe? Are you going to get out or are you going to stay in? You know, I, I don't know. I, I was planning on 2020 being my last year because I'm turning 60, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a few weeks. And, uh, you know, our, our life is made up of different chapters and, and so mm -hmm. on. And, uh, you know, the karate was one chapter. The law enforcement was another one. And, you know, the the international work was a, was a third one. And, and now this one, you know, is uh, I, I've kind of done everything I set out to do in, in, the, in the training world. And so, you know, we're, we're looking at a few new things uh, to, to get involved with and, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, 2020, I haven't done any training this year at all uh, because the, the fear over the, the Chi-Com flu kind of slowed things down. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the ammo uh, uh, shortages <laughs> has, uh, you know, kind of nixed that too. And, yeah. You know, I've got uh, I've got two classes coming up in November. Uh, you know, I, whether I, I I hope that they take place. I mean, uh, <laughs> if they can get they ammo, everybody, everybody's already there. There actually one's a shotgun class, and uh, you know you can still get shotgun ammo. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and the other one's a, an indoor classroom lecture type thing. But uh, you know what's going to happen in 2021? I I don't know. Some of the guys were were asking me, and I said, well, you know. If things get back to normal, I'll probably put some classes up just to make up for uh, for what we didn't do this year. But, uh, you know, I mean, you tell me, Gabe, what do you think is going to happen in the spring of 2021? You know what? I could flip a coin, and it could either all be back to normal <laughs> or we could be in a full-blown civil war. And yeah. Aliens could come from. I don't, you know, it's it's one of those times when I just I, I have no idea where we're going to be. Well, you know, we could have gone, gone back to, like, February of this year. And who would have predicted that we'd be where we are right now? Oh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's there's nothing uh, that anyone can predict. I mean, uh, I, I have been, uh, I've been prepping, okay? You're not one of those crazy preppers, you know, that you see on television. But, you know, I've been prepping since, uh, you know, Barack Obama was elected, you know? So yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking way back in 2008. I've been... Well, you know, and it's nothing weird. It's just common sense. You know, you have extra food, extra water. Yeah. You know, extra ammo. You know, extra medicine. If you if you take stuff, that's just common sense. You know, not because the uh, you know the world's going to come to an end or it, but just you know because shortages happen, uh, weather issues uh, come up, and and so on. And you know, they will leave the house for a couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, it would be nice to have a few extra bags of jerky laying around. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we we got families, right? We got a responsibility to. To sure. take care of everybody. But, you know, Gabe, let's talk about something hypothetical here. You know, I, I believe like you, I, I believe that Trump is going to win. I think it's going to be an electoral college landslide because even these, you know, crazy loony liberals, they're ideological, um, but their, their ideology, you know, the rich ones, the ones who have succeeded at capitalism, it's like it's a convenience. These ideologies is a convenience for them, and it's nice, and they can talk about it with their friends at the country club. But when push comes to shove, are they going to give up all of their 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 wealth for an ideology? No. I don't think no, they no, are. They're, they're not. I think I think you know what you have is you have the <clears throat> the left two two kinds. One, it's a faith with them. Mm -hmm. It's like. You know, it's like taking a, a, a Mormon and trying to convert him into Judaism or taking a, <laughs> a Buddhist and trying to make him into uh, a Catholic. It's not going to happen, okay, right. this is what they believe and so on. Then you've got the other ones that historically they've always sort of leaned toward the Democratic Party, but, you know, they, they, they think for themselves, you know. 
and and within those two groups, you have the very very rich. You know, to those guys, they're the kind of guys that have their own airplanes. Okay, mm-hmm. I know a few people like that. They're not not necessarily leftists, but just you know that they have that kind of wealth. To them, it doesn't matter who's president, because if they don't like one country, they can go live in another one. Yeah, you know, and and their standard of life's not going to change one way or the other. So they can afford to be as extreme in their thinking as they want, because they really have no skin in the game. Okay, uh, then you have the other extreme. These are the people that have nothing, or that have nothing yet. And I I must in shame admit that. Uh, uh, two members of my own family are like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one niece and one nephew, and uh, they, they're leftists. Yeah. I don't talk to them anymore, uh, <laughs> you know, because family does not come first. You know, what's right and wrong comes first. Uh, and you know, they're the ones that are out there marching and you know, uh, you know, raising the fist in the air, which is in- incredible to me. But be that as it may. You got the people in the middle, okay? These are the business owners, the professionals, the people that work for a living, that uh, employ others, and and you know guys like you and me. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. We're not driving Ferraris, but we're not hurting for money. Okay, <laughs> uh, and you know they may be Democrats, but they are looking at. Uh, the the lay of the land in the U.S. and they don't want Biden as president, yeah, because he's going to take away half the stuff they've already built. Yep, you know, and so I think that they tend to they're either gonna they're either gonna do what Republicans did who didn't want Romney because he was a Mormon, believe <laughs> that, you know, and they stayed home and they de facto got Barack Obama elected. Yeah, okay? um, you know, or they're going to secretly vote for for Trump because he is the best hope for them retaining their wealth uh, in, in the future. Uh, that's, yeah. So that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, this is uh, Skip Coriel on Home Defense. We're speaking with Gabe Suarez from Suarez International. All right, Gabe, we wake up November 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a contested election. It drags on for a month or so, and uh, somehow... The Democrats steal the election and uh, Biden becomes president. Then in the spring, uh, I guess that's when the communism starts and laws get passed. And what what do you think is going to happen? What's going to happen with Gabe Suarez? Um, well, OK, so, you know, I have I have my contingency plans, which I'm not going to discuss openly because, you know, uh, because that would defeat the object, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I think that in, at that moment, um, the U.S. will have to decide what kind of country it wants to be and whether it can remain one country or whether it has to become two or three different countries. Um, I think that it will happen... Uh, along, if it if it does divide, it'll it'll divide along regional lines. Uh, you know, I can't imagine Arizona, or Texas, or mm-hmm. Idaho, or Montana, uh, going along with communist laws, going along with an outright ban on firearms, going along with uh, uh, you know a huge federal income tax. I can't imagine that they would do that. Yeah. Um, so there there'll have to be some. Uh, some dis- it doesn't matter what individuals want. This will be a state thing. You know, mm-hmm. it Skip could say, "Well, this is bullshit. It's not fair. I'm not going to go along with it." It doesn't matter, you know, because it's just you. Right. Uh, it'll 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 depend on what your state wants to do, and then what'll happen. And it's already happening now. Uh, people will tend to move toward regions that are more uh, receptive to their points of view, and and uh, you know, and then and then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think that uh, uh, the what is going on in the country right now with the the in essence what is it's an insurrection these these riots and and uh, these attacks on infrastructure and police and so on uh, that's not going to stop that's going to continue because those people are going to feel empowered by the fact that uh, that the left won. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I think you're right. Uh, I'm sitting over here in uh, Michigan. Well, these days we've been calling it Militigan, uh simply yeah. because <laughs> people are choosing sides right now. There's For a sure, polarization absolutely. like yeah. you wouldn't yeah. believe. And what would happen in a in a, a more purple state like like Michigan? I mean, we got a, a you know a, a Democrat governor, attorney general, secretary of state, and uh, it's I mean, who knows? Who knows what would happen? But let's yeah. uh, well, you know, let, let's flip it around here. November four, you wake up, and uh, Trump is declared uh, the winner. What are these uh, leftists? going to do? Are they just going to sit back and say, well, well, I guess we gave it our best shot. Uh, We'll go home now. What do you think? I I think, you know, they've already given us the answer to that. Uh, They have come out and said that uh, that, uh, was something I read this morning, actually. Uh, And they were saying that the, the GOP should allow Biden to win because if he doesn't, the Democrats will uh, create a revolution. (laughs) <laughs> and that was a, a, a mainstream magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an investment magazine. I want to say Kiplinger's, but I'm not sure. I don't want to necessarily say it was them, but it was along those lines, that sort of magazine, uh, an online article. Um, and, uh, you know, and they've, they've come out and said that, that if they do not win, that they are going to riot and burn and pillage and revolt, and, and all, which they've already been doing. Right. <laughs> so, you know, what uh, where I think the the flashpoints are are going to be? It's not going to be in places that are already uh, run by the left, uh, you know. And if there's riots, they're, they're going to continue. That that is the that is the new normal for places that are run by extreme liberals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not going to happen in Arizona. I mean, you know, I, I know that we were going to do this interview last week, and I, I told you, well, I, I gotta I gotta step aside for this because. Antifa is supposed to come to downtown Prescott, and, you know, this is where I live, and I'm not going to hide at home, and so I got my guys, and we went down there, and, you know, we just had our corporate meeting down there at the, the Cowboy Palace, and, you know, we went went for a walk, and, of course, you know, we were armed more, even more so, you know, it looked like normal people. We weren't all multi-cammed out or anything like that. Uh, you know, we met with some of our law enforcement friends, and, you know, and it's like every single officer from Prescott PD in Yavapai County was there at the courthouse square, along with more armed civilians than, you know, in a remake of Red Dawn. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, and, and we, we, we went up to our, our friends and said, hey, listen, we're not, you know, we're just going to hang out on the periphery. We're going to watch. Uh, and if you guys get outnumbered, we're going to come and help you. You know, mm-hmm. if, if any any of one of you gets take or attacked by more than you can, we're going to come and help you. If anybody throws a Molotov cocktail, they're going to get shot before it leaves their hand. You know, mm-hmm. and if anybody like attacks old people or anything like that, we're going to kick their asses. You know, <laughs> and they were they were like you know thumbs up, thank you for being here, you know, and vice versa and, and all of that. That is the sort of and by the way, Antifa never showed up. Ah, uh, and and we have intel that they they had scouts we could see them we could mm-hmm. see them walk around filming and all this kind of stuff and i think that they had uh, uh, a couple of buses that were driving up from phoenix and they stopped and at one point turned around and headed back south and i think that their their scout said not today this yeah. is not the place you want to be uh, <laughs> and, and i think they made a wise decision i think that's what's going to happen in areas that are the complete antithesis of Seattle and Portland and Kenosha and so on. You're going yeah. to have private citizens in conjunction with the police that are going to turn out in force to yep. defend their areas. Uh, yeah. Where the flashpoints, I think, are going to be are going to be places like where you're at. You know, yeah. where it's it's a very it's very mixed. It's uh, you know your neighbor could be you know extreme left. The neighbor on the other side could be extreme right and. You know, and there, there's there's a, a, a very mixed, diverse political position on things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Gabe. I mean, uh, you know, we had uh, Black Lives Matter came into a, a small town near me, you know, within a half an hour uh, of me. And there's like, you know, 5,000 people in, in the city. And they had 50, you know, BLM people come in. 
but they also had there you know people found out about it and it's a rural area so we had 150 uh you know rednecks come in you know all armed to the teeth and it was a very peaceful protest yeah, <laughs> they, exactly. and that that's the way it's going to happen because what you allow you teach if yeah. if well, they'll, they'll go for oh, the, the soft target right absolutely well i think we're probably going to be talking about this uh, again before uh, November 3rd, and certainly we'll be talking about it ag- again afterwards as I well. So. But, you know, we, we just got to be, you know, forewarned. We got to be armed. We got to be trained. And most importantly, we got to have the warrior mindset to stand up to these goons and say, hey, yeah. not on my watch. You're not going to yeah, do this. This is, a, this is a new paradigm. You know, before the concept of the gray man, you know, just oh, yeah, mind your yeah. own business and all this kind of but you know what? A gr- what a gray man in our day and age right now, with what we're facing, what a gray man is going to have happen is he's going to lose his house, he's going to lose his city, he's going to lose his state, and he's going to lose his country. Yeah. And he's gonna he's gonna do that all while being unnoticed because he's pretending that nothing has any bearing on on him and his family and so on. I think the time for being gray is long past, and I think that uh, the time for everybody. Uh, you know, getting involved to one degree or another, definitely voting, of course. I mean, I can't imagine anybody would call themselves an American and not vote. Um, but, uh, you know, when when these, uh, these knucklehead communists are going to come to your town, that's not the day to sit at home. That's the day to grab all your employees, you know, pay them overtime, and go out there and show that, not here. This your shit is not going to happen in my home, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, if more Americans did that uh, all across the country, nonsense like this wouldn't happen anywhere. Hey, I agree, and uh, that's probably a good place for us to, uh, to leave it. It's a clarion call uh, to action, uh, to act counteractivism. I I guess. Absolutely. I mean, that's what our founding fathers did. I, mean, I know what Sam Adams would do. <laughs> He'd be taking names and kicking some ass here. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, Gabe, uh, before you go, tell people how they can, uh, you know, get a hold of you, find out about Suarez International. Sure. Uh, So uh, our website is SuarezInternational.com. That's S-U-A-R-E-Z, international.com. And uh, we have everything you need to keep you safe and to keep the communists away from your house. Uh, And... uh, we have uh, we have an online uh, forum that uh, you can discuss in complete anonymity if you want. Uh, WarriorTalk.com, uh, and then of course my my online blog where you know I uh, I write all manner of politically incorrect and inciting material. Uh, that's uh, GabeSuarez.com. G-A-B-E-S-U-A-R-E-Z.com. And you write some at. good stuff, Gabe. You write some really good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. You Thank do. You. All right. Well, hey, Gabe, thank you very much for being on the Home Defense Show today. You bet, sir. Thank you. All right. Okay, folks, we're going to have a quick break here. While we're away, check out our sponsors, firearmslegal.com slash Midwest Tactical, and also Centershot Indoor Gun Range, and also uh, check out uh, SuarezInternational.com. See what Gabe is all about. This is Skip Coriel on the Home Defense Show. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome to my dad's home. Home Defense Radio Show. You're gonna love it. Hey folks, I want to tell you about my book, Civilian Combat, the Concealed Carry Book. More and more people across the country are seeing the dangers in society and are deciding to carry concealed to protect themselves and their families. My new book lays it out step by step. It'll teach you how to protect and defend the ones you love. Get the benefit of 19 years of teaching experience and a lifetime of training for this important role in society and in your family. You can get Civilian Combat real easy. Just go to Amazon.com, search on Skip Coriel Civilian Combat, and it'll pop right up there. Don't put it off any longer. Get Civilian Combat, the concealed carry book, by yours truly, Skip Coriel. This is Colonel Danny Gillum. I host Frontlines of Freedom, a weekly syndicated military talk radio show. One of my co-hosts is Skip Coriel, the host of this show. We cover things that impact military and veteran communities, and we do it from the veteran's perspective. The show is broadcast across the nation and is also available as a podcast on our website, FrontlinesOfFreedom.com. Please join Skip and me weekly on Frontlines of Freedom. 
Skip, it's time for our Armed America Report. What do you have? All of us here at Frontlines of Freedom want our listeners to get trained and get armed in that order. We fully support the right to keep and bear arms for all law-abiding families, and we encourage you to find out about the laws governing use of deadly force in your state and follow them to the letter. And of course, don't forget to follow the rules of safety and common sense whenever you're carrying a firearm to protect the ones you love. What's the story this week, Colonel? A 27-year-old man approached three men attempting to get into their car in a Nashville, Tennessee mall parking lot on June 18th and demanded their belongings at gunpoint. The car's driver then drew his handgun in self-defense and exchanged fire with the would-be robber, striking him in the knee and causing him to flee on foot. The assailant was located a short time later by local law enforcement and transported to a nearby medical center for non-life-threatening injuries before being released into police custody. The suspect was booked on an outstanding felony probation violation warrant and faces charges of aggravated robbery. Neither the armed citizen nor those with him were injured in the exchange. Thanks, Colonel. This is a scenario we see over and over again, and most often it is misinterpreted to the detriment of all who hear about it. Most people who read this story get the impression that the armed citizen intentionally shot the criminal in the kneecap, but this couldn't be further from the truth. Imagine yourself in this citizen's shoes. You're in a parking lot, and a man walks up to you, points a revolver at your chest, and demands all your money. At this point, lots of things happen that make the situation a bit crazy and almost unmanageable. 1. Your body dumps an overload of adrenaline into your bloodstream, increasing your heart rate to almost 200 beats per minute. Most people lose fine motor skills at 115 beats per minute. Fine motor skills are what you need to pick up a pen and write a letter. You lose gross motor skills at 140 beats per minute. That's what you need to draw your gun and fire. At 200 beats per minute, most people lose control of their bodily functions. 2. In anticipation of a fight, the blood vessels in your extremities constrict, limiting blood flow to your arms and especially your hands and fingers. Your wrists may start to tingle, and your fingers will get numb and ice cold. That makes it even more difficult for you to draw and fire your weapon accurately. 3. Your cognitive skills will be reduced to a caveman-type mentality, and you'll no longer be able to think things through clearly or in detail. All you'll be able to do is react based on your training, and if you have no training, you're in big trouble. 4. Time distortion then occurs. Things will either appear to slow down or speed up. You won't know which one until it happens to you. 5. You may experience tunnel vision, meaning all you can see is what's in the center of your eye, which is the threat. 6. Auditory exclusion may occur, which means your hearing will be limited to very loud sounds, and you may not be able to decipher words that people are telling you. All these things combine to make someone a very poor shot. The average person doesn't become more accurate in a life-or-death gunfight. In fact, their accuracy may degrade as much as 400%. When you're about to die, you'll be lucky to hit the criminal anywhere in the torso, even from close range. Add movement, and it gets even tougher. Despite all that, this Nashville man was able to control his emotions and physical responses, and he made the shot necessary to protect himself and his friends. Frontlines of Freedom salutes him for his courage under fire. Thank you, Skip. Well, folks, I've done it again. I've crafted a masterful storyline filled with mystery and action and the warmth and grit of real people. But this time, I've added a very special treat. I've woven into the story real-life facts and tips which you and your family can use in a crisis. From pointers regarding firearms to water purification, from ham radio to surviving nuclear fallout, you will find yourself going to survivalist school while enjoying this fast-paced thriller your whole family is sure to enjoy. The main character, Mag Jacobs, is trapped 200 miles from home, struggling desperately to make it back to his family before the whole world falls apart. But will he make it in time? And can they hold on? Mag and his family had survived the COVID-19 coronavirus that had rampaged across the globe. But lurking in the shadows was the next wave, ready to be unleashed on the planet. They were a God-fearing, close-knit family. But could they survive this second attack? Would their faith in God and love for each other be enough to carry them through? Only one way to find out, and that's to go to Amazon.com. It's in audiobook. It's in ebook. It's in paperback. Go to Amazon.com and search on Skip Coriel, The COVID Chronicles. You've got to read this book. Okay, folks, welcome back to the Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. You know, I really like Gabe Suarez. I really, really do. That guy, he's, uh, <laughs> how can you describe him? I mean, he's pretty, very no-nonsense. 
you know, I, I enjoy being around people who actually tell me what they're thinking. They don't hide things. Uh, they don't stab me in the back. You know, they have a certain amount of loyalty, you know, assuming I deserve it. But, uh, you know, I like this guy. He is a man for the time. Um, I mean, we are under attack here in America. We're being assailed on by all sides. You know, basically, this is a communist invasion of America. And it's coming from the inside, as far as we know. I mean, I don't know who's funding these uh, Antifa thugs, uh, the BLM thugs. Uh, but, uh, you know, President Trump, he alluded that he knew and that he was going to do something about it. Here's my advice, folks. Big things are about to happen right here in America, um, all over the world, because America leads the world. Big things are going to happen. I think some bad things are going to happen. And you need to be prepared you know, it's, it's kind of late in the game to start getting prepared. But you can still go out there and buy a six-month supply of food. You can do that. If you can find ammo, buy it. If you don't have a gun, for God's sake, get some training. Get a gun. You have to be able to protect yourself. Beef up your security system around your house. Uh, you need surveillance. Uh, you need like-minded people around you. That's very, very important because a lone warrior does not a tribe make. You understand what I'm saying there? Uh, you can't undergo hard times and prevail all by yourself. The lone wolf thing, uh, it just doesn't work. So you need good people around you, good people with good moral character who are loyal to you and are willing to lay down their life for you. You know, good family, a strong family. You know, I was uh, talking to Sarah about this uh, yesterday. I said, you know, only the strongest of marriages are going to survive what's coming to America. Because here's, here's what I'm thinking, folks. I'm thinking, you know, if Donald Trump wins on November 3rd, uh, boy, these people will burn down the country in protest. They will. And so if you're in the city, have a fallback plan. Have a plan B, but don't come to my house. That's not part of the plan. You won't like it. Uh, secondly, just get ready and prepare your family for this. Sit down and talk with them. Okay, here's what's going on, folks. We need to be prepared. Uh, we need to, to suck it up. We need to stick together. We need to gut up, you know, and just get tough. Because brittle people, fragile people, will not last long uh, during the times that are coming up. Because if Trump wins, they're going to burn the cities to the ground in protest. If Trump loses, they're going to burn the cities down in celebration. Either way, boy, you're talking anarchy and chaos, death, mayhem, destruction. Okay? Um, if I'm wrong, well, hey, God bless America, everything's fine. If I'm right, you need to be ready for this. So you need to be prepared, okay? All right. Hey, we went long, but it was well-merited, uh, and Gabe gave us some, uh, some good insight, and he didn't uh, sugarcoat it, which is always good. Uh, next week, I'm thinking, uh, you know, maybe we'll have uh, Joel Fulton on. Uh, we want to talk about some political stuff. And he's always really, really good. Uh, in the meantime, hey, in a couple of days here, we have got uh, the Second Amendment March, uh, September 17 at the Lansing State Capitol, uh, right there on the Capitol grounds from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, I will be there. I'll have all my books there at the table there. Uh, go to the Second Amendment March table. I will be there. Uh, even if you're not going to buy a book, just come up, shake my hand. And uh, don't worry, I don't have COVID as far as you know, so don't worry about that. And uh, we're just going to have a good time. Uh, we've got John Correa from Active Self-Protection. He's going to be speaking there. And also Bradley Dean from Sons of Liberty Radio uh, will be there, and uh, as well as a, a lot of others. So, hey, check us out uh, on this Thursday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., September 17 at the Lansing State Capitol. 
Well, okay, folks, that about wraps it up for this week's episode of the Home Defense Show. Until next week, remember, your purpose in life is to find something greater than yourself and serve it. Always remember, God, family, country, in that order. It's important how you live, but it's equally important how you die. Your family and the ones you love need your protection, so train, always train, stay alert, stay alive. Until next week on the Home Defense Show, this is your host, Skip Coriel. God bless you, God bless your family, and God bless America. Thank you for joining us this week on the Home Defense Show. Now, get out there and protect the ones you love. We'll see you next week with more of the best in home defense. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle!